War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 120. It's a good round number. It is February 1st, 69 degrees outside, nice. Uh, 5.08 in the afternoon. Let's see, uh, since the last Bloggle Spot, I guess that was Thursday, Friday, somewhere around there. Um, Auburn lost Oklahoma State. If you'd like to watch my vloggle on that, I post that to the site today, warbloggle.com, or you can go to youtube.com slash warbloggle. That's about nine minutes of me walking to the stadium, to the arena, talking between timeouts, all that good stuff that boring basketball vloggles are. But, you know, if you don't get to go to the games a lot, it kind of gives you the atmosphere and all of that. So go watch if you want. Uh, but, yeah, Auburn lost Oklahoma State. Not going to talk a ton about it. It was boring game. Simeon didn't play. Uh, we didn't hit a free throw. They hit all of theirs. That was it. We lost by 11. That was the difference by far. Easily the difference. Also, Auburn didn't make a single three-pointer in the second half. It turned into the canty not hitting three-pointers, so I'm going to drive every play show and it worked sometimes and it didn't. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. Whatever. So, this week we've got Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, well, let's go backwards. Let's go in order. Tuesday, tomorrow, we've got LSU coming to town. LSU's pretty good. They've got Ben Simmons, who's one of the top players in the nation. Uh, they still have seven losses. I, I'm not... I, I've been seeing... Yes, he's got awesome numbers, and he was one of the best players coming out of high school. But ESPN's been like pushing him like I've never seen them push LSU basketball like this ever and they've got six or seven losses that's not a ton I guess it's only four less than Auburn has uh but you know they're they're pushing him hard so he's, he might be player of the year I don't know uh but they lost to Oklahoma by two or three points the other night uh Oklahoma's number one so you know LSU's not bad I don't I I still think they're kind of a bubble team right now. Uh, they're kind of like they were last year. Uh, they were close, and then Auburn beat them in the tournament, and they weren't in the tournament anymore, in the SEC tournament. And they didn't make the NCAA tournament. Did they? Maybe they did. Can't remember. Either way, they were a bubble team. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like both teams are about the same as they were last year. Auburn was decent near the end of the year last year, but they also had games they got blown out. They got blown out by Texas A&M uh, near the last game of the season and beat them in the tournament. Auburn's just got nobody. Simeon's going to be back. I mean, this is the same old story. Simeon's going to be back. Never know how he's going to play. He probably could have helped Auburn beat Oklahoma State, but apparently he ran his mouth at Bruce or showed some disrespect during the game, so he sat him. Um, the threes have to start falling because they. that was also, again, like I said, why Auburn didn't score as much in the second half. They didn't hit free throws, and they didn't hit any three-pointers. Um, so, I don't know. It LSU was good. They beat Kentucky, but so did Auburn. You never know what you're going to get with Auburn right now. You have, they can beat Kentucky, and then they can lose by 30 to, to Florida. That being said, all the good stuff from this year has happened at home. Yeah, they lost to Oklahoma State, but again, without Simeon and just a weird game. Um, and Oklahoma State was half decent. Not a great record, but they had beaten Kansas and almost beat Baylor. Um, so they were good, too. Uh, so I can't really put I can't really put any major stock into Auburn's loss to Oklahoma State. Um, it was just what it was. Uh, so you never know. 
if the crowd is live, it's going to be a Tuesday night, the night before signing day. Um, I don't know if it's at 6 or 8, probably 8, just because that's how it is. Um, if the crowd is good, it they might win. If it's not, they might not. I don't know. It's just, at this point, I'm, it's not like I don't care. I just don't know what to expect. I have zero... Yeah, I mean, it, it leans towards them losing just because LSU's good, but Kentucky's good and Auburn beat them, so you never know. Uh, but as I just said a second ago, the next day is National Signing Day, which is about the only day I care about recruiting. I found myself today reading people's names. I mean, I, I, you can't be on Twitter without knowing what's going on, but I really don't put a ton into it. Um, I just barely follow it because I'm not going to sit there, first of all, on Wednesday, we're worrying about what kids are saying. Kids that aren't even going to play for probably two years, at least. Um, I mean, some of them will play, but you won't really see their their uh, you know their effect on the team until two years. So I'm not going to spend December thinking about what somebody's going to say in February that's not even going to play till 2018. Uh, but on that day, it's fun day because you get to see them pick your team. Um, that being said, Auburn's, I think, looking to get like 24 players. Nine of them in this year's class are already in at Auburn. And that includes a five-star. That includes a bunch of four-stars. So, like, the guys that would normally be putting on the hats and making it look awesome uh, for Auburn on ESPN and all that, they're already at Auburn. We we're talking about Kyle Davis, four-star wide receiver, uh, like I said, Marlon Davidson, a bunch of guys that are already here. Um, so I saw somebody today say, you know, a four-star in June or January, technically, I guess, is the same as a four-star in February, meaning the guy who puts your hat on that day is no more important than the guy who already signed and are, are already committed and is already in class as an early enrollee. So, you know, there's, there's going to be articles and everything written about who won signing day and it it doesn't matter whoever put on the most hats whoever got the most hats put on uh that that really doesn't matter especially today's uh day and age where you where you can start in january and go ahead and get you know get started i mean a third of over a third of auburn's class is already at auburn time but there are like I think they've got about nine hard commits. Like, they know for sure, without a doubt. They'll probably be the guys that, before I even wake up uh, and get the my National Signing Day running post started, which is always a fan favorite, before I get up, there will already be like eight or nine faxes in, and it'll be those guys. Uh, but there are about, I want to say like five or six guys that are picking on National Signing Day, and they're doing, you know, they'll be on ESPN a few five-star, two four-stars. Ben Davis, EJ Price. Uh, see, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Um, there's Nigel, somebody. Uh, and there's one big one I'm not... Oh, the number one player in the nation. I can't... Rashawn Henry? Is that his... Uh, Rashawn Gary. He is uh, the number one player in the nation, defensive tackle, picking between like Michigan and Clemson and a bunch of weird schools like that. Uh, but Auburn may, might have a shot. Uh, and Ben, did I say Ben Davis, his dad played at Alabama. He's a five-star linebacker. If there's anything Auburn needs, is five-star linebackers. And his, look, 
he visited Auburn this last week and after the visit said he didn't have a leader anymore. And if your dad played at Alabama and you visited Auburn and you and you come out and say, I don't have a leader anymore, Auburn must have made a pretty big impression on him. My guess is they probably said, you'll play every single down. Because, let's be honest, Josh Bynes is the last linebacker Auburn's had where you were like, yeah, he was an awesome linebacker. So, Auburn needs it. No disrespect to Chris Frost and Casanova, but, you know, they weren't elite linebackers at Auburn that, you know, they weren't Dontarius Thomas and Carlos Dansby and Takeo Spikes level. So, um, so yeah, signing day will be fun. Uh, it's usually done by two or three. I mean, it's all it's all exciting during the day. There's usually some guys uh, that'll wait to the end. Uh, I remember there was one got Terry Godwin last year. Sounded like he was going to go to Auburn. We all waited till like six o'clock to watch it on Fox Sports out, and he stuck with Georgia. He had a press conference to say he was sticking with Georgia and signed with Georgia. So that shows what kind of people go to Georgia. Um, so yeah, and then Sunday is the Super Bowl. I won't get too much into that now, but uh, I've been kind of, you know, I'm a Falcons fan, and I love Cam, but you know, it's still hard for me to pull for the Panthers 100%. Now in the playoffs, I have been pulling for them. I've been cheering for them. I've been wanting them to win, uh, but still, there's still that tiny little bit of me that's like, yeah, that's the Falcons rival. And I'm a Falcons fan because I grew up a Falcons fan. I'm not a Panthers fan because just because Cam went there, uh, and it. You know, whatever. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. But um, there's people been saying, you know, I saw some people say if the Panthers win, they're going to roll tumors. And then people say if they see somebody roll tumors, they're going to switch to be an Alabama fan. It's like, and my inclination was would to be would be not to roll tumors because that seems like a stretch. I mean, yes, Cam is the the face of the team, and he's going to be the MVP of the league and it's the guy that everybody said was going to suck in college and the guy that or in pro in NFL and the guy that said that hated him in college everybody hated him in college it's that guy for Auburn it's like one of the biggest top two names in Auburn history yes I'm putting him above Charles Barkley right now um top two name ever is going and winning and might be the NF, might be the Super Bowl MVP, uh, winning the biggest football game you can win. So, and he's Auburn's guy. But so to me, when I was saying no, Auburn fans shouldn't roll tumors. I was thinking, you know, it's Panthers winning. Yes, it's an Auburn, but we don't roll every single thing that every Auburn person does. People have rolled it when Jason Duffner has won some, won some uh, tournaments and things like that. But it's a still, this is a little bit different to me. But then I started thinking, it's like, yes, this is the biggest thing you can win as a football player. And as he's leading the team and everybody knows the Panthers are Cam, then I kind of felt like, well, maybe Auburn should celebrate that. I don't know if that's rolling tumors celebration, but I just feel like that's a huge deal. And I also felt like, I was going to tweet something today, but I couldn't word it right. Auburn and Alabama. Their, pitch, their recruiting pitches should easily, or Alabama, as you know, is Nick Saban sends a lot of players to the NFL. All right. Well, you could, I could tell you five players in the NFL from Alabama who have been very successful ever, ever, ever. Auburn has two of the best NFL football players ever. 
easily. Bo Jackson is the second best right now just because he got hurt. I mean, we're talking, you can be, you can come to Alabama and you can go to, go to the NFL and you can be a nameless, faceless DB on a mediocre team and disappear into the NFL. Or you can come to Auburn and possibly go be Cam Newton and be the face of the NFL. Or Bo Jackson to be the face of Nike and the face of the NFL, the face of baseball. Cam Newton, the face of Under Armour. I mean, it's that that's a recruiting pitch for you right there. No, not anybody's going to be those guys. Maybe one of them will be. I mean, we never thought there'd be another Bo Jackson-style player, but in terms of football talent, Cam Newton is better than Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was fast and big and can run over you. Cam can do that and throw the ball. So I think Cam is better than Bo in pro football. I'm not going to say better athlete total because I've never seen Cam Newton hit a home run or run up a wall. But in terms of football ability, it seems like Cam's the best out of that. And that all came from Auburn. And then you want to go even to baseball. Frank Thomas, Hall of Famer, big name. Everybody knows him, has shoes named after him. Big Hurt, he's got a nickname, everybody knows. Charles Barkley, one of the most, you know, regardless of how great he was or how many championships he's won, he's probably the most top five most recognizable NBA players ever. That is the three big sports, and Auburn's got multiple, two in football, one in baseball, one in basketball, and there's others. Jason Duffner, everybody knows Jason Duffner. He's not just one of those guys who won one tournament one time. He's won a major, and he's won three or four others. Auburn has, if you want to talk about pro sports, I don't care if Alabama's got 50 linebackers and you know two of their names. Auburn's got faces of sports. So I don't know where I got off this diatribe, but I just was thinking about that today. That's a recruiting pitch for Auburn. Sure, you might go play. If you're play for Nick Saban, you might go play, and you'll be a guy who makes some money. But Or you could be go, go be the face of something and make a lot more money. And Auburn does that. They do. All right. Uh, might have a exciting opportunity for me coming in the next little bit. It, I'll just say it's kind of like what I'm doing right now. That's all I can say because I don't want to it's not a surprise or anything. I just don't want to ruin I don't jinx it. But I might have some sort of thing that is like a bloggle spot only longer. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but okay. Yeah. That's it. Bloggle spot. Number 120. Done. War Eagle.